It's time once again for our broadcast, Good News and Better News, where we spend 22 minutes advancing the theory that life really does not suck. And now, here is our host, author, screenwriter, and podcastman, Jonathan Richard Kring. The electric bill is $100. I have only 62. Dear God, please send money. The doctor says they found cancer. Sweet God, heal me. My wife has left me. Almighty God, talk some sense into her. I spent another weekend without a date or any friends. Merciful Lord, send people my way. I uh, want to believe, but I, I, I really don't believe. Uh, hey, God, could you give me some faith? I just don't have enough time. Help everything go smoothly, all right, God? Another school shooting, 14 dead. Dear God, which is in heaven, do something. And while you're at it, Lord, comfort the families. What we are dealing with here, my sweet friends, is a ritual of insane lying. Ritual because we've been taught to do it. Insane because we struggle inside of ourselves over whether it has any meaning. And lying because each one of us, each one of us hearing this today would deny that we struggle or even that it's just a ritual. We will defend our defense even though it sometimes is indefensible. Our thoughts and prayers are with you. What is a thought? And while you're figuring that out, what is a prayer? And what value does prayer have if it only works for those who believe in God? Matter of fact. We just might think it was ridiculous if an agnostic or an atheist decided to pray. That's because we think prayer is hiring God to fix our roof while we go on a vacation and hope to return with a beautiful roof. And the pat on the back from the roofer telling us, ah, it's for free. Let's be honest, nobody wants the roof, if that's what you call it. Nobody wants to haul shingles. Nobody wants to price the job. We just want it done quickly, painlessly, and as cheaply as possible. This is why most people have God. I have God in my life. He's our favorite stopgap when we no longer want to take responsibility for our own situation. And he's so easy to blame when things fall apart because for some reason 
God just never defends himself. Matter of fact, you can shake your fist at the heavens and say, screw you, asshole. And the fact of the matter is, you'll still be able to go out and eat your fast food lunch without fear of choking to death. The reason prayer becomes useless is because it's religious. Everything becomes useless when it's religious. Not because faith is wrong. It's not because faith has no function. It's because we can't seem to come up with a definition for faith that also includes and honors history, that honors ourselves, honors mercy, and honors a creator of the entire universe and not just our local worship spot. We think we, think we have to get into a teary session of total submission to God who is moving chess pieces at his will or else, else we don't have a solid grasp on believing and there's no way he'll come along and checkmate all of our enemies. We have this lame statement. I'll be praying for you. But let me ask you, how many times have you actually stopped immediately after saying that and uttered a single prayer? For after all, here's even a worse statement. Our thoughts and our prayers are with you. Uh, uh, Can I ask just for the conversation here? What is the value of a thought? Am I enriched by knowing that you're thoughtful? Or is being thoughtful just an ego trip for yourself? If prayer is what it's presented to be in our society and promoted to be in the present-day religious community, then honestly, prayer is about as effective as putting a horseshoe over your front door or carrying around a rabbit's foot. Prayer has to have another purpose other than making everyone around you believe that you're divinely connected. Well, you can see I'm praying. That means I know God's telephone number. This is why I personally can't stand saying grace before meals. Oh, yes, I know. I just said it out loud. Oh, gosh. It's almost like I killed a puppy, isn't it? I despise saying a prayer right before I eat. This, After all... This food has already been prayed for. When I was on the job and I needed strength, there was a prayer. When I needed a raise and he or she actually considered my worth and gave it to me. Now, don't you see that that's that's prayerful? But to bow my head and ask God to bless what he's already blessed is just redundant. It's a... It's what Jesus called vain repetition. Vain repetition is when you continue saying the same things over and over and over again. For after all, how often do we vary our prayer for the food? Matter of fact, there's standardized prayers for food. 
Lord, bless this food we're about to receive according to the bounty of your blessing. I do especially hate it when people do those prayers in restaurants. I'm sorry. They're just trying to communicate to the heathens around them that they're the only people actually blessing the food. Good luck with that daily special without prayer over it. This kind of thinking about prayer makes us start believing that tornadoes and hurricanes miss us, that they hit people that don't have prayer or don't have grace. Or even people who do podcasts questioning the contemporary prayer life of America. When I sat down to think about doing a podcast on the issue of prayer, I almost dozed off making the notes. Why? Because prayer makes me sleepy. Normally, you see, when I get still and close my eyes, it's nap time. So prayer cannot be a means of relaxing our muscles. We could certainly do that a more productive way in a sauna. Prayer is not meditation. We can certainly achieve that better by learning how to focus instead of practicing our kneeling. Prayer has to be something else. It's remarkable for us to learn what prayer really is, and then maybe actually we can consider whether we want to participate. We need to go back to a book that most people who pray insist that they believe in. But when it comes to prayer, they ignore the factors for the good book that we're talking about. It says that prayer should be effective. Guess what? It's not effective to offer prayer to people in pain. What you should offer is assistance. Prayer should be fervent. That means it's not a pre-dozing event to make sure the Lord will keep your soul if you die before you wake. It should come from a position of righteousness. And that doesn't mean that you're right all the time. It means that you're honest. You're not afraid of the truth. And you're forthcoming. It should avail much, that which is just a way of saying it should have some an immediate effect and results. It should be kicking gear right now. I, I don't know. Over the next few weeks, will you be patient? I'm going to tackle this. I'm reluctant to do so. You might think it's going to be as boring as hell, and that might scare you off. But listen, give, give me a shot. Because you might think that prayer is just an excuse for telling people you don't know what to do. But there might be more. You don't know how to get the money for your light bill. What are you supposed to do with a diagnosis of cancer? How responsible are, are you for your wife leaving? Referring back to our opening comments... Would it help on the weekend if you went out and saw people instead of waiting for God to miraculously bring them to your doorstep? And maybe what you have is not a lack of faith, but it, instead it's a crisis, which can show you that your faith is not really grounded in reality. 
and maybe the best thing you can do about that school shooting that you hear about is to stop verbalizing phony sentiment and start looking around for some teenager you can reach out, talk to, and pull them out of the dregs of depression. We ain't got a prayer, folks, because we're like the children in a divorced family who only get to see our daddy on weekends. We're afraid to call him on Monday through Friday. After all, that's not the allotted time. And maybe he's going to be too busy and he'll ignore us. You see, the good news is prayer is not what we think prayer is. And the better news is when you find out what prayer really is, you find out it works whether you believe in God or you don't. That's it for today. Stay tuned next week when we will gather once again and find ways to put the pin back in the grenade. Be sure to subscribe and follow us on social media and at goodnewsandbetternews.com.